Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for just about everything that is horror, and we are your hosts. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. Welcome to the show. Oh, bringing a little flavor. Word. A little vanilla flavor there. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Welcome on in. It's good yeah. to see you guys. Welcome back. Glad to be back. Yeah, I was talking to them, but I'm, it's good to see you too. Yeah, maybe I was talking to them too. <laughs> fair enough. I'm fair enough. Happy to be here with you. Oh, somewhere else. You I could have made you, could have made you wait a little bit longer. Yeah, probably would. Uh, this week we are talking about Child's Play. As you can tell by it being my voice saying that, it was my pick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, I just got a bug up my butt about doing this movie a year ago, and then you told me no, and so I kind of waited <laughs> and sat on it. I was like, you know what, it's time. I appreciate that. I'm glad. Um, for those of you that haven't listened, or if it was just a conversation that we had in private, the reason why we did not cover Child's Play last year is because I had watched the first three, mm-hmm. and I didn't make it past the three, even though I I, uh, I have the box set of like all seven, not including the remake or reboot, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, I just watched these, and I don't want to watch it again but that's the same thing because there's a movie that you are covering next month that i just watched with my daughter last night but that's your fault because you knew it was coming yeah but i forgot (laughs) because i I don't pay attention well i needed to see it i needed like i like i said i really need to try to watch these movies more than once if it's something i've never seen and so fair enough yeah it's a child's play yeah we'll get to future movies in the future Mm-hmm. With our October extravaganza, <laughs> October extravaganza, I like of a that movie a week instead that... of these uh, bonus episodes that we've been doing. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So we've talked about the the bonus episode format. We haven't really got any feedback, good or bad. Um, good or bad. Uh, numbers don't necessarily um, tell the tale. Uh, it actually. You know, maybe a little bit less, but also um, we're going to write it out for the rest of the year, see how that goes. Maybe we'll hear something back on that. Um, I really enjoy doing the weekly episodes. Like, I just, I love to get content out there. I'm not, I'm not doing anything else on the side right now. We're slow. And so, yeah, I I still want to keep doing the weeklies, but we'll see what happens. It's a lot of, it's a lot of timing and last minute recordings and figuring it out so we'll we'll see but if every, we can figure every out week something we're, else that would right. be fine too every week we're like we're gonna get back on track yeah. and here it is sunday 5 p.m <laughs> it's not back on track dropping in seven hours let's go yeah let's go this will uh, be quick and easy edit should be for those that haven't seen it, a single mother gives her son a much sought after doll for his birthday, only to discover that it is possessed by the soul of a serial killer. And don't Ooh. you hate when that happens? Yeah, specifically one Charles Lee Ray, who literally just commented on one of our Facebook posts. Mm. Coincidental? I think not. Could be. <laughs> uh, tagline for this He wants you for a new best friend. 
U was all capitalized. Oh, nice. That's why I emphasized the U. I 100% get it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Directed by Tom Holland, but not that Tom Holland. That's on a different show. (laughs) Screenplay by Dan Mancini, John LaFia, and Tom Holland. Again, not that Tom Holland. Uh, Story by Don Mancini, starring Catherine Hicks, Chris Sarandon, Alex Vincent, and Mr. Brad Dourif. Ooh. Uh, So I don't know if we'll ever get to it or or cover it, but um, good old Brad Dourif, and I might have actually talked about it in the past, Brad Dourif uh, looks eerily similar to my dad. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, especially in Halloween 2, the, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 when he plays Sheriff Brackett and oh, he's got yeah. like the mustache and the white him. yeah the white hair and all that like I remember um, I went through a really bad breakup and I had to move back home for a little bit and mm. I was watching this movie and I <laughs> the part where he walks outside and he stand on the porch and I'm like oh fuck mom come look at this <laughs> and I'm like who's that look like she's like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> I was like, Bro. yeah, it looks just like dad. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah, fun uh, story. Yeah, uh, this released November 9th, 1988. So I was like a year old. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was five. Yeah, old. A <laughs> uh, budget of nine million with a box office of 44.2 million, which is Ooh. why there's seven of them. Yes, yes. I I've seen them all except for I think Colt and then the remake. I never saw Colt of Chucky, but I've only seen this first one, and I this is the first time I've seen it in a very long time. Like I got it mm-hmm. years ago when I was just buying horror movies and watched it, and I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. And then I have the collection of like the first four or five. Okay, so you do own them? Yeah, I own several of them. But I've never actually watched them because the first uh, one was like, eh. But okay, I enjoyed I, it on the rewatch. Yeah, and no, I was gonna, that's what I was going to ask you because I, I, um, I think one year I, I bought when I bought that I got the Blu-ray box mm-hmm. set on Amazon, like yeah. all seven movies, super cheap. And so I was going to say, if you don't have them and you wanted to watch them at some point, I got you. The one time I can actually give you a, you something to watch physically. Yeah, I don't have all of them like i don't have the set that you have i saw your mm-hmm. picture that you were watching mm. from but i yeah. i have the cheapy version that i'll probably share in a a meme at some point this week of a little <laughs> okay. kid who wanted it because it was a dolly movie yeah that's and great the parents said no no <laughs> but like I said, it only has like i think four of them oh okay but i got you yeah uh, so without much further ado, let's do. According to an interview with Mental Floss screenwriter Dan Mancini, first conceived of the concept while studying as a film major at the University of California, Los Angeles. Mancini was inspired by the consumerism of the 1980s and the effect of marketing on children based on his experiences with his father, an advertising executive. Hmm. Uh, he was also influenced by the Cabbage Patch Kids Trilogy of Terror, Magic, Poltergeist, the character of Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street, and the Twilight Zone episode Living Doll, which is also the inspiration for a Trias of Horror. Jeez, okay. Uh, the film's executive producer, David Kirshner, 
who would produce all seven films in the Chucky series, claimed in the same interview that he had wanted to make a film about a killer doll after reading The Dollhouse Murders. Uh, Mancini's nice. original script was titled Batteries Not Included. With, that's actually with not that's yeah, actually I, I not like bad. Quite a bit. I like it almost better than Child's Play. Child's Play actually doesn't make a lot of sense. It it really doesn't. Like, I mean <laughs> It's catchier. It is, but batteries not included. Seems more it definitely menacing. doesn't necessarily lead. It gives you it kind of has like this be kind rewind vibe yeah. feel to it for me. But I mean, I mean, Child's Play. It, it like obviously it's ingrained. Like that's what it is. But the I always idea... forget that that's what it's called. Is Child's Play? You're like, saying I, I, it's, it's called it, Chucky? Yeah, it's always referred to as Chucky. And it's like, oh yeah, that's not even kind of like some of them are called Chucky. Get towards the end, but the title later changed to Blood Buddy. Blood Buddy? I don't like mm-hmm. that at all. <laughs> <laughs> After it was discovered that a different film with the same name uh, was being made. During oh. production, it was nearly retitled again in order to avoid confusion with Sidney Lumet's 1972 horror film of the same name. So apparently there's a Blood Buddy from 1972. I'll have to look that up and see what's going on with that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the script was accepted by United Artists after studio president Tony Tomapalooza... What? Tomapalooza. <laughs> Tomapalooza. Tomapalooza. Yeah. Uh, MGM and United Artists Communications chairman Lee Rich realized it could begin a long-running series. Uh, after UA purchased the script, it was rewritten by John Lafia to make it to make the character of Andy more sympathetic, which I think worked. I was really, when I was watching this, I was waiting for Andy to be a little shit that I didn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> but when he's in the psychiatrist's office and Chucky's after him and he starts crying up against that door, it's like, I actually oh, feel bad for this yeah. kid. That part of the movie, I was like, oh shit, okay. Um, real quick, what year did you say, Blood Buddy? 72. Sydney Lamette. S-I-D-N-E-Y-L-U-M-E-T. Okay, I was trying to find, I'm not seeing Blood Buddy. This is just what Wikipedia says. No, and that's fine. No, you're good. I was trying to see if I could find something on it, but I I could not. So if anybody out there listening does, let me know. Indeed. Us Uh, know. Principal photography began on January 7th, 1988, and wrapped on March 5th. Mancini never entered the set and was minimally involved in the production because of the 1988 Writers Guild of America strike. Child's Play was filmed on location in Chicago. The Brewster Apartments, a Chicago landmark located at uh, Diversey Parkway, and hmm. Pine Grove Avenue served as location of the apartment where Andy and Karen lived and is pictured on the film's poster. In-studio filming took place at Culver Studios in Culver City, California. The on-location filming was conducted in the winter with a wind chill reaching as low as negative 50 degrees. It's a pretty freaking cold. Uh, which forced the production to rent entire rooms and park running station wagons near shooting locations as warming centers. Ooh. So, it's like the thing. Like it's just so freaking cold, they had to make special accommodations so that people didn't 
die. I bet. Like that. That's why they get paid the big bucks, right? Well, I mean, not in 1988, but you know what I mean. Bigger bucks than us. <laughs> uh, the film used true. various ways to portray Chucky, including radio-controlled animatronics operated by up to nine puppeteers, extras of short stature, and child actors. And I would say that for the most part, they all look pretty good. Yeah. I like when he rolled under stuff. Oh, dude, yeah. Which when he did he ro- like six times, but it all looked good. <laughs> yeah, that first time when he fucking, when she throws him and he lands on the floor and rolls under the couch, I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Creepers. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Yeager was in charge of the puppetry for the film. The film created multiple Chucky animatronics, such as a flailing tantrum Chucky, a walking Chucky, and a stationary Chucky. Uh, all available at a store near you. The animatronic <laughs> doll's face was controlled via remote control through a rig capturing facial movements on puppeteer Brock Winkless. Uh, For some scenes, Holland used short-statured actors and children such as Ed Gale and Alex Vincent's sister Ashley with forced perspective sets, which would mean that you would, like, build the set up Mm -hmm. high, and then the actor would be low, and then you would angle the camera to make them look shorter or taller as oh shit okay yeah that's what forced perspective is you kind of screw with the angles of stuff so that it looks like something is shorter or taller than it actually is okay makes sense uh the film initially received negative reviews after two hour uh, rough cut was shown to audiences at a test screening Kirstner and Mancini subsequently cut 25 minutes of the film to reduce the amount of time Chucky was on screen, something Kirstner had advocated for during production to, do, to build suspense in a similar fashion to Jaws or Alien. Ooh. Which I, I liked. It's one of mm-hmm. those things, like, when they first start accusing Andy of, like, making shit up, like when he first gets the doll and he kills the babysitter... Like, yeah. it'd be cool if I didn't know the doll was the killer, mm-hmm. but they also lay it on thick that the doll is the killer, so I almost feel like a remake where they don't lean on that so quickly would be cool. So you almost do think it's Andy for a while, and then it's revealed that it's Chucky, I think would be freaking awesome. I think that would have been the way to go about it, but I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like how you would... I mean, I don't think that they really did a whole lot of the alternate trailer stuff, like what Marvel does with their movies now to kind of mislead you. I don't know if they would have done that back in the day, but like trying to sell, yeah, like if it wouldn't have been so heavy handed, like how could they have pulled that off to where like, is it? it? Yeah. Is it the kid? Like, well, and that's, and it's also such a lighthearted film for the most part. Like, yeah, it's a serial killer doll, but it's a serial (laughs) killer doll. Like, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of jokes and dopey shit. Like it's, it's almost killer clowns, but not as wacky. <laughs> yeah, so it gets away with it. But like a, a truly creepy version of this would be pretty cool. Did you ever see the the remake? The new one with yeah, uh, Hamill. Not yet. Mm-hmm. The doll I- looks creepy. It does. Not in a good way. Right, and the thing is, is like I want to see it just because. Mark Hamill does the voice 
and yeah. I'd give almost anything a shot with that. But at the same time, like I've heard people like you either really like this movie or you don't. It's true. And a lot I of feel like movies though. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, this is a little off tangent here, but I've been really, really wanting to watch a lot of these Nicolas Cage horror movies that he's pumping out, like Willie's Wonderland, and mm-hmm. I heard that was good. Um, you know, Color Space and Mandy and all these ones that I've not gotten around to watching, but people seem to just fucking love the shit out of. And so, well, I mean, with him, it's like it's either really good or it's garbage that you should avoid at all costs. Like, if he cares and is, puts in the effort, he makes a great movie. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just yeah, a movie that it's Nicolas now. Cage. Yeah, and that's the thing that sucks because like he's kind of found this niche making these kind of off the wall wacky horror movies that really kind of fit into the Nicolas Cage persona right now. But I don't care what he does as long as they give me National Treasure (laughs) 3. One day. Someday. (laughs) I keep hearing it's a thing that's going to happen, especially with the revamp of Disney, but... God, I hope so. Disney Plus, just straight to streaming, why not? Uh, the cut footage shown only in production stills in the film script would have featured Charles Lee Ray stalking a drunk woman as a human, only to discover it to be Mike Norris on an undercover sting operation. <laughs> also, uh, it would there would have been one with Andy showing Chucky around his room and finding a photograph of his deceased father, John healing an infant through a voodoo ritual, and Chucky unsuccessfully trying to break into Andy's room at the mental hospital and tricking a mentally ill girl named Demona into carrying him into the ward. Hmm. So, nothing too crazy. Right. Or, you know, can't live without it. I'd open at number one out of the other 12 films that were showing that week at $6,583,963. The film went on to gross... 33,244,684 Thirty-three million two hundred forty-four thousand six hundred eighty-four at the U.S. box office, an additional ten point nine million overseas for worldwide of forty-four point one million. It became United Artists' second highest-grossing film of nineteen eighty-eight, following Rain Man. With wow. Conkers and uh, what's his face, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes reports seventy-one percent of forty-eight surveyed critics gave the film a positive review. Uh, audience polled cinema score gave the film an average grade of a B from an A plus to an F scale. Hmm. And Roger Ebert, notorious uh, horror film hater, gave the film three out of four stars, wow. calling it a cheerfully energetic horror film. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was surprised. No, yeah, me, kind of me too, actually. Yeah. Uh, in the Saturn Awards for the Best Actress category, Catherine Hicks won. Best Horror Film, uh, it was nominated. Best Performance by a Young Actor, Alex Vincent, was nominated. And Best best Writing for Tom Holland, John Lafayette, and, and Don Mancini, also nominated. Hmm. So not too bad. No, not at all. Alright, some fun facts before we get into the thing. The original script would have featured a doll... That uh, would have been filled with fake blood that would allow it to bleed. It played with roughly, and it would have come alive after Andy mixed his own blood with the doll's. Ah. Yuckers. The doll would have represented Andy's suppressed rage, 
and would have targeted his enemies, which could have been cool. <laughs> uh, Mancini's original script was also written to toy with the audience a bit longer, make it ambiguous whether Andy or Chucky was the killer. Boom. Right Boom. there. Yeah. Should have done it. <laughs> we would have covered the movie sooner. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Charles Band ex- expressed interest in filming the script and later produced the Puppet Master franchise. Another movie I um, am curious to talk about sometime. Yeah, I've never it, uh, seen any of them, but one of these days I, I'll I've get there. I've seen a few of them growing up. I just I don't remember them at all. Uh, William Friedkin, Irvin Kirshner, Robert Weiss, Joseph Rubin, Howard Franklin, Rocky Morton, and Annabelle Jenkel were approached to direct uh, the film before Holland was hired on Steven Spielberg's recommendation from his work on Amazing Stories. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kirshner, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Lithgow was considered to play Charles Lee Ray before Brad Dourif was hired uh, after Holland worked with him in Fatal Beauty. Hmm. I don't know how, like, I mean, obviously, I I don't off the top know what John Lithgow looked in 1982, and I'm, sure. he's a great, a- or 88, sorry, he's a great actor, I'm sure he'd pull it off, but mm-hmm. the thing about that also, well, I guess John Lithgow's got a a creepy voice if he wants to like mm-hmm. that's the thing about Duriff, like his like his voice and how he sounded as chucky like i think it makes more sense for that voice to come out of a doll mm-hmm. whereas lithgow's voice is a lot more bass right it almost be like having kelsey Grammer play a doll yeah. like you don't that it just doesn't work well it kind of did in toy story too you stinky Pete. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. different. Yeah. I think, well, it's nice because Duras' voice actually is somewhat close-ish to the doll voice. And so it's like it almost seems logical that it could come out of the same thing. Right. But initially the voice of Chucky's uh, doll form was intended to be a simple electronic overlay similar to ordinary toys with sound chips. When it was deemed infeasible, and when Durf was initially unavailable to record Chucky's voice because of his involvement in spontaneous combustion, Holland cast Jessica Walter to voice Chucky on the basis that Mercedes uh, Mackenbridge had voiced Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Chucky's full name, Charles Lee Ray, is derived from the names of notorious killers Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, and James Earl Ray. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, all three namers make sense. Charles Lee Ray just sounds like a serial killer name. It really does. Uh, Maggie's death was originally going to be by electrocution while taking a bath. The idea was abandoned and was later used for Tiffany's death in Bride of Chucky. Ooh. Uh, The script also featured an alternate ending in which Chucky is stabbed by Andy with a knife mounted on... Uh, radio-controlled car and <laughs> has his face and legs melted with a squirt gun filled with Drano, in addition to being lit on fire and shot repeatedly by Mike and Karen. Chucky would have been seemingly killed by being overpowered by Jack and several police officers 
While storing Chucky's remains in an evidence room, another cop would have uh, disbelieved Jack's assertion that the doll was alive, and after they left, Chucky's disembodied arm would have come to life to swat a fly. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not bad. I mean... <laughs> the squirt gun filled with Drano is what kind of got me, and I'm just yeah. like... It's I like really Lost... have done much. It's like the Lost Boys with the fucking super super well not even super soakers just squirt guns with holy water. Yeah, it's holy water, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, it did. Uh, during the initial release, a large crowd of protesters formed at the main entrance of MGM, calling for a ban on the film because they claimed it would incite violence in children. Uh, mm. Jeffrey Hilton, who had been working in Kirchner's office at MGM, indicated that he could quell the disturbance in 10 minutes. Ooh. Hilton spoke to the group's leader and shook his hand. The group instantly dispersed, much to the chagrin of the newscasters. Hilton did not reveal to the Kirchner whether it had been a threat or a simple diplomacy that saved the day. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he just went out there, shook some hands, 10 minutes later, they were all gone. <laughs> like no you know this life. this you're like this works every time yeah so that's it for the fun facts let's get on to this <laughs> that was a breeze dude yeah I, it always happens i go man this is a lot of stuff and then 15 minutes later we're done yeah i'm and i'm really trying not to do a whole lot of uh derailing but looking at our timestamp here i might just have to start throwing some wrenches into it <laughs> Well, we can uh, start with this. The total 80s grime of the movie instantly made me think of 89 Batman. It's not far off, dude. It like, like it even kind of gave me, like, a lot of the outside stuff kind of reminded me of um, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, that, like yeah, you're just real grimy, outdoor, Gross nasty city life, yeah. Steam coming from nowhere in particular. And neon. It's like, where are they at? Oh, there's steam coming out of the ground. It's got to be New York. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, man, if I, I don't know what I would do if I was just like, if I ever visit New York and I'm walking through and I just see steam coming out of the ground one day, I'm going to take a picture of it. Mm -hmm. I was going to be like, oh, my God, it's It's real. It's not just just movie magic. (laughs) Uh, That'd be great. (laughs) There's steam tunnels under New York. I knew it. Yeah, the and turtles didn't lie. And that was the thing too. Like it really like when I'm re- was reading your notes and you wrote the you know the Batman vibe and I'm like wow that really you know that really does that really does get close to that. And then I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself I'm like wow like I miss back in the day like just that full on uh, toy shop mm-hmm. like the toy store. I'm just like wow that's so. I do cool. miss toy stores. Yes. I definitely yeah. miss toy stores. Amazon I, is simple. It is. Convenient. I just got but, two things from them today. But <laughs> Anytime I am in a mall anywhere, mm-hmm. I and they have something like a Babbage's or a KB Toys or something like that, like I'm I'm going in yeah. and I'm like, what can I find? I almost I'm like support I, this dying business. Yeah, I feel like I can't like walk out of it empty handed. Like I have to there's it has to be something. Yeah. And the last time I remember I, I sent you, I think I got a Funk, might have got a Funko. I bought that Crow action figure thing, and mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I miss going to stores. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Um, 
I I went back and forth on the Strangler Satanist thing. <laughs> like when they initially talk about him, it's like, oh, he's the strangler of the city and shit, and it's like, okay, so he's just a serial killer doing his wacky shit. Mm-hmm. But when it gets into the incantations so that he can live forever in a doll, complete with lightning striking the building and burning it down, I was like, Rit. okay. Did, do they call him a Satanist, or it has, it's voodoo? Voodooist, I guess. Okay, no, the, I'm just asking if I missed I the Satanism. Well, I mean, think about the the creepy voodoo guy that gets it later on in the movie. He's like, yeah, oh, you're not voodoo. supposed to, yeah, you're not supposed to do this. Yeah, because not- Chucky uses a voodoo doll to kill him. Yeah, that, that was a bru- like I was like, oh, <laughs> that might have been my favorite part of the movie. Well, think about it too. Like, why would he? Like, Chucky even says it. Like, why would you tell your guy? Like, why would you tell anybody where you keep your stuff? Like, yeah, why would you? That'd be like you come to my house, and be like, Justin, this is where I have my voodoo doll, dude. And you'd be like, this is the one know. that's tied directly to me. So if yeah. you do anything to this doll, it's gonna hurt me. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. I take it home, and every once in a while, I'll just flick it in the nuts. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, fuck! What, ow, what is that? Ow. My wife would just eventually leave me because of all just the random outbursts of just like, ah! She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know, but something hurts. God, you're fucking weird. Where's my and doll? You're like, you know what? That is weird. Justin was here recently, and my voodoo doll is gone. Explains a lot. Conundrum. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Send you a text. You just... Send you a text back. Do you have my voodoo doll? No. Ow! Fuck! My fingers ow, broke. Ow, 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 ow. Ow, sorry. Ow, my fingers are fire. <laughs> well, Would better you... hang up the phone. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye, click. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, there... It makes sense that, okay, that's how he got his essence into the doll. And I don't know what I was expecting to be the reason, because I didn't remember what happened. Right, right. But, like, they could have just chalked it up to evil. When he yeah. starts doing the incantation thing it was just like okay <laughs> all all serial killers are slightly into voodoo i guess maybe yeah <laughs> um i did like a lot that the doll came from a cartoon because it made me buy that andy would want it yeah because if I look, when I was that age, and there was a toy of a cartoon that I liked, I wanted that freaking toy. And I have yeah. many of them in my case right now, over there. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, an understatement. <laughs> Man, good thing that those are not, those are just toys, huh? <laughs> For now. <Ooh>. Spoilers. <laughs> but it was like, okay, I, because... It's, I don't know, it seemed like a weird toy for a little boy to want, to me. Well, yeah, what he's, is he five or is he eight in this movie? I think eight. Okay, at eight, like, I get it. The only way I'd want that at eight years old is if it was like, oh, this is a cartoon that I watched. Like, this is... Mm-hmm. You know, Ninja Turtles don't exist. This is the equivalent. Like, everybody yeah, this wants is... this toy. This is Turbo Man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I have to have it. Mm-hmm. It's not as cool as Turbo Man, but at the same sure. time, like, I don't know, man. It's just basically like a, a an oversized 
Cabbage Patch Kid that you well, yeah, just that's carry around. It, yeah, it seemed like just a bit. But the the idea that it was like the face being so interactive yeah. was impressive, and the idea that each one has like its own personality and name. It's like a Teddy Ruxpin really almost. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> a without wave the, without a the wave. tape insert. Yeah, I had one of those when I was little. I didn't. I watched the cartoons or videos or whatever. But I, I never, don't think uh, I wa- I don't remember watching the cartoons. I just so if remember we having... merged our childhoods. We would have one complete Teddy Ruxpin fan because <laughs> you had one and I watched the movies. Right, um, and that's the thing is Teddy Ruxpin came out when I was two years old. Hmm. Well, it so says I was like negative twenty. At that age, shut up. Yeah, it was literally just that was. I know it's a little bit blurry and it might focus in a second, but it was literally just like that because I remember the little vest thing would pop up. Yeah. Um. God, that's hilarious. I wonder because what they're saying that this um this buddy doll was um a hundred dollars and then she gets it down to thirty. Yeah. Um. When. Oh shit! Right now, it's saying that a Teddy Ruck a Rux, a Teddy Ruxpin right now. Yeah, this was five years ago. Could sell for around. Oh my god! Teddy Ruxpin was a toy. This was a, two years ago. Is on sale for eBay for the small price of twenty five thousand. When t- when Teddy Ruxpin came out, it was sixty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, so seventy bucks, and for an ad- additional twenty dollars, whatever. But that's hilarious. Like it's almost like the '80s Furby too, if you think about it. Yeah, or Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, yeah. It was a. It was seven. It was seventy bucks, and then for ninety bucks, that's how you got the um, a, accompanying the cassette tape and books. So most it was about a hundred bucks, but it came out between the Transformers and the Koosh Ball. Hmm. How fun. But yeah, I don't see it being 70. Transformers, but it probably beat the Koosh Ball because that thing was dumb. <laughs> but you yeah, throw seventy it for five bucks. seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm over it. Like it's a couple minutes. Well, I mean, it good. has a tape player in its chest. I mean, that's not too shabby for seventy bucks. No, it's not. Well, I mean, and yeah, and that's the thing. Like you, if you score yourself a bootleg copy of the tape and book, mm-hmm. like you save some money. But yeah, like ninety bucks overall. But that's also. 1985. So, as I say, so, that's expensive for the mid 80s. I mean, yeah. That's a premier figure right there. Yeah. That's a lot for me to spend now on something. When it's, I'm about to do something like that, I think about it for about a week before I pull the trigger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like really should I do this? I need to spend $100 on one thing. Well, dude, that's how that thing is right now with uh, the BAM box with their current Masters of Horror Volume 2 box that they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's. 150 bucks and then to get the dual autographed is 200 dollars. and i'm like i'd end up getting divorced if my wife found out that i put 200 dollars towards that because the, I mean, dude, the, the nice f- thing is that stuff would probably appreciate well the yeah value. and the last one i got was a hundred dollars but it came with tom savini's autograph clyde barker's oh, like it came wow. with stuff i was like yeah this is good so they're charging this it come they, they come with some sort of boxes Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't, I don't want to say shadow box, but like some sort of matte framing box. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Interesting. 
But I did notice that the uh, the mascot in the commercial for the doll was much creepier than the actual doll. Real quick, sorry, I did a little bit of an inflation calculation. I didn't mean to rhyme there, but it happened. Inflation calculation, <laughs> what's your station? Uh, $90 in a 1985 is equivalent in purchasing power to about $228.82 today. Yuck. It's 154%. Yikes! I, so yeah, dude, that's a that's damn near a fucking PlayStation back in the day. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's a that's a hot toy right there, yeah. and I, that's yeah. not a pun like the actual brand hot toys. That's about yeah. how much those are. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> that's just crazy. I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, the mascot thing for in the commercial is super creepy. Oh, where he's all tall and big. Mm-hmm. The face yeah, my, on it is frightening. Yeah, that was unnecessary. <laughs> like we don't need a a grown Chucky costume man just standing out there like e. Yeah, uh, we already talked about my next point about it could have been creepier uh, if they had kind of prolonged the disbelief on who the killer was. So we'll get to uh, the first killing, which was Maggie getting a hammer to the face, then <laughs> falls out the window to her death. Yeah. My only problem with it is the angle of the hammer because it looks like it's right at her face. Well, my only problem with the hammer is it's a good guy's toy hammer. Is it? It's not a real hammer? I, I thought it was a real hammer. I don't know. We'll, we'll chalk it up to a real hammer. I could have swore that it was in the good guy's buddy tool set that he had got what for his birthday. the 80s. They, didn't, they kind of played fast and loose with safety. Maybe it was a real hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give little, little kids a real hammer. Well, hey, I mean, it. you had fucking erector sets and you had, you know, metal, yeah. you know, toy sets. It's very possible. We but had I remember giant ovens that we melted plastic and made cookies in that could have burned down houses. Like easy back over. <laughs> and the creepy crawlers, remember those? Yes, those? I never. That's one no. thing I never had that I wanted. They're awesome. I wish it, I still had mine. Like these giant well not giant but these big metal plates uh-huh. that you put into the oven with that glue shit yeah and it gets scolding ass hot <laughs> it's like yeah you're I giving never... a small child a, a piece of metal that was in a several hundred degree oven yeah dude i really that almost be a fun thing to talk about it doesn't really have a, like a place on the show per se but like yeah. to talk about like the toys that made us like what we grew up with and stuff like that. Like I like stuff that we had stuff that we wanted stuff that we didn't get like it'd be be fun fun Christmas episode. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like what didn't we get? They're like, talk about fucking horror now. (laughs) I'm horrified that I didn't get this toy because it was awesome. Like I wanted mousetrap for years and then I finally got it, played it once and it broke. And then I never played it again. Fair. Fair. Uh, Favorite line of the movie. When Karen is interrogating Andy. (laughs) And (laughs) Chucky says Maggie was a real bitch and got what she deserved. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, Andy? Andy. Oh, speaking of Andy... I um I'll I'll take a I, maybe I can take a picture of it and put it on post it on the socials but the kid who played Andy in Child's Play his autograph came in 
like I have an autographed picture with him and Chucky oh, that nice. came somewhat recently. I'd say within the last six months or so. It's pretty like when I got that, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I don't like early like the their autographs are getting a little bit bigger and better because like like what two months ago I got D Wallace, mm-hmm. I, you know, which was awesome. But yeah. then like one of the first ones in I got like the kid who played the main act, like he's the main boy in Jeepers Creepers 3, which I never saw. But I'm like, who's Chester? I mean, the picture's <laughs> cool because it's like, yeah. it's the back of his head looking at the creeper out the window and there's blood all over it, so it looks super cool. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never seen this. I don't know who you are. Yeah. No offense if you... Jeepers Creepers 3. <laughs> I barely well, now, cared about Jeepers Creepers 1. Dude, 1 was good. Yeah. 2 was all right. It was good. I never watched three because that was around the time when the whole um, Victor Silva pedo thing came out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, don't watch this movie because he's a piece of shit. And I'm like, God. So, and I think they're trying to reboot the movies. Like, but. Probably. At the I same time. Two. It was all right. It wasn't like, it wasn't like really bad. Like, I think I watched it more than once, but. I remember watching one and liking it, but I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Except for the, like a scene where they're in a dark basement and he's at the top of the stairs or something. and that could Yeah, just be down, looking up the chute. Well, yeah. and that was the thing too, because like Justin Long's great. And, yeah, and he's like, usually is. And Galaxy uh, Quest. I never saw Galaxy Quest. Well, you should. It's great. We, to- we talked about this. That's Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Alan Rickman. Right. And uh, what's his face from Monk? Oh, Tony Shalhoub? Yeah. I still don't That's know why story. I know, just know that off the top. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, like, my, my, before we get back, like, we'll get back to Child's Play, sorry, but yeah. Jeepers Creepers. The it's going to be a short episode, folks. Let's yeah, do some Jeep- chatting. Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus Creepers. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers. Like, the Creeper himself, like, in the first movie, I really liked the the mystery angle that they had with him like he looked creepy he looked awesome like you just saw the hut the hat the trench coat the giant ass truck that he drove and like he had the lot longer white hair and mm. you just could never really make it out and then when you find out that he's actually a winged dilophosaurus man mm-hmm. to where like the fucking things come out and it's like <sighs> less is more I didn't need to see all that. Just keep the creepy ass trench coat guy, uh, like who has this aspect well, where he like, smell you and I, shit. I vaguely remember his face and like his wings, and I, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. But just from what you're describing, like if you just kept that in the shadows mm-hmm. and maybe just showed a vaguely lighted side of his face, and they did earlier yeah. on. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't need the rest of it. Rarely do. But, Back into Karen's little discovery here. Mm-hmm. So it turns out Chucky doesn't have his batteries. So Would you say that batteries not included? <laughs> um, I wouldn't because they changed the title. The yeah, they boy. did. <laughs> so I can't say that. Okay. I'd like to. Right. It's a better title, but I, I can't. <laughs> and we get our first uh, roll under the couch, which was super <laughs> creepy. Yeah. It was, and, dude, it was so funny. It just plops on the ground but the roll is so quick like it's just mm-hmm. 
Like if you drop a roll of toilet paper on the ground, it's fucking gone. You're like, oh god damn it! It's the same <laughs> never thing. Never finding that ever again. Well, and then she, you know, wrangles him and he bites her, which is freaking crazy, like hard. Like when they show the bite later and it's all bruised, like a <laughs> rabid Wolverine bite. Yeah, it's like, oh fucking, he's got some. The P. I want to know what the PSI behind his bite is. <laughs> Like it's, it's pretty good. I feel like apparently could have uh, chomped right through if he really wanted to, and she like traps him in the fireplace for the first time in the movie, and he gets super <laughs> pissed about that. <laughs> I don't remember how he ends up getting away, but I well I don't quite think it's a fun it, skirmish. Well, yeah, like so she puts him in there and he's on fire and he, like he gets out. Like I would have sat in front of the fireplace and I, even if I lot like lost the bottoms of my shoes, I would have held that grate up against because he's a moving fucking thing. Like mm-hmm. you, you put like somebody gets caught on fire. It doesn't matter. Cause like when he, you know, he gets shot and then like, he's like, dude, I can fucking feel this. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, He's screaming. He's yeah. He stop, bitch. But he's he's screaming because he feels the pain. Mm-hmm. He like if every time you see somebody on fire in a movie, they're running t- away from the fire. They're trying to run. You know, yes, instead of Yes. And so like, hmm. Those fireplace gates are already kind of flimsy as it is. Like, yeah. I would have checked tr- shit. Yeah. Like I would have stood. And pushed and held that shit in there. That movie would have been done in about what, thirty-eight minutes. I don't know what the timestamp <laughs> yeah, was. You didn't aim for the heart. You got to blow out the heart to to do the final kill. Otherwise, it's just going to keep coming back. Ah, uh, that's true because he gets burnt later. But mm-hmm. yeah, it gets out of there. Surprise! And then I I forgot I was expecting a, what was it the Nightmare on Elm Street with the little um, fire footprints. I was expecting to see (laughs) something like that. And I'm like, oh, no, I was disappointed when I didn't see it. (laughs) It's used in another movie. It's fine. Yeah, but he got out. Surprise. I did like when he showed up in Mike's car and started strangling him from the back seat and the butcher knife through the back of the seat was freaking intense. That was tense, dude, because like the entire time I was thinking, I'm like, I'm like, Mike, stop the car. Stop yeah, pushing on the... Instead, he like goes faster. And yeah, instead of wildly. accelerating, push on the brake. Stop the car. Like, mm-hmm. fucking hell, dude. Like, if you're not careful, you're going to take a fucking butcher knife to the, the fucking undercarriage, and you don't need no more slits down there. That's going to suck. Yeah. Like, but yeah, that's probably the most tense part of the movie for me, because... It, doll or not that's the most real like there's a knife coming through your seat yeah like and right it, where your back was two yeah, seconds and it, ago like and it was poking him just not mm-hmm. enough to really go through anything but it's yeah. like that would have been ended too if he would have just stopped the car well yeah it's between that and the wrestlemania in the apartment <laughs> like there are some pretty tense scenes <laughs> Chelliaverse, <Chilly>, Karen. <laughs> she doesn't like to be called Karen. <laughs> Not anymore. No, there's a. I saw the thing on the news where there's an anti-Karen name movement. Ugh. They're like, we're name, we're Karen, and we don't like that 
that name is synonymous with being Karens. But I'm like, hey, I know plenty of dudes named Kyle that don't like <laughs> the, the term Kyles or Chads or whatever. Like, everybody's got them. You're being a real fucking Chad right now, dude. <laughs> but Wow. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the movie. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say favorite part, but I really do like the intensity. Yeah. Yeah, and then the car crashes, and he's stuck in there, and Chucky's out out of the car, scraping the knife against the side, which is super brutal. Mm-hmm. He shoots at him, but he doesn't kill him. Like, Could it's... you imagine if they would have made Child's Play in the same, like if John Carpenter made Child's Play? Like, we're talking 78 Halloween, where you can barely see the doll, he's creeping, mm-hmm. he's, like, this and that. Like, dude, you, like, it, it is a lighthearted, you know, it, it's a, a doll. Yeah. But, like, there's so many things where this, like, it's like what we said earlier with, um, with Killer Clowns, like there was some real tones that could have been expanded upon that weren't. And mm-hmm. I get that, but like, yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day, the clown standing outside the burger place, staring at yeah, the kids, that scene, like, it the just good, the good part of the movie. There was two. There was another part that was really creepy. I just don't remember what it was. Yeah. Cause it wasn't that good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things like, and this movie is creepy and it is scary. Like mm-hmm. I get why, if you had seen this at a young enough age, you'd be creeped out by dolls. It's not quite Annabelle, but it's, you know, it, it is pretty disturbing, but lighthearted enough that your parents might be dumb enough to let you watch it as a kid mm-hmm. and creep you out by dolls. But yeah. if you did this straight, like, full well, that, on scary, this could be very good. Well, I mean, th- this, you know, it is a horror movie. There's not a whole lot of, like... It's like Halloween. Like, there's a little bit of blood in the, in, in Child's Play. I don't remember. Like, aside from the voodoo guy dying, there wasn't really anything super brutal. No. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, the most blood coming from, you know, the stab wound and then getting the mm-hmm. limbs broken. But, like, outside of that, there isn't anything where it's like, oh, you know, I would have to say, like, close your eyes. Or you, yeah. you can't be in here for this. Like, I mean, it's... It's child's play, but like, it's not Hellraiser, you know, to where you're like, oh, this movie surprisingly around the same time. What hell, mm-hmm. When was Hellraiser? Eighty seven, I think. Um, we should know. We just covered it not that long ago. I, I know we did. I know we did. But but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those where like, if it came out today, I could almost see it being PG thirteen. Yeah, because it, it's same with the original Halloween. Like I'm, I I would love to see older movies be revisited by the ratings board because there's stuff like Airplane, that's PG, but there's you know a naked <laughs> woman that runs straight at the camera, but right. then you have Halloween where there's I mean there is nudity, mm-hmm. I guess I always forget about it, but it is there. See anything a, you like? Yeah, but like. The, the violence is very low-key. There's virtually no blood. Yeah. And same with this. That's kind of, yeah, kind of exactly what I was thinking about that as well. Yeah. Hellraiser was 1987, by the way. Good job. Yeah. So they go to Lee Ray's apartment, and there's super creepy ritual paintings, of course, as you do. 
and uh, John the Voodoo King gets a visit from Chucky, and he we learn that the more he sp- more time he spends in the doll, the more human he gets, which mm-hmm. is interesting. So essentially, yeah. he spends enough time in the doll, he will become just a very small person. <laughs> right? He's like, I gotta stay in this. This is horse shit. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking stupid. Why like, you what tell the? Me this, yeah. What jerk? did you expect, dude? You went into a doll. What part of this was supposed to be good? Mm-hmm. But I do love John getting voodoo dolled to death. <laughs> yeah, Easily no. the best kill. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, there's we... only like two or three if you count Chucky's, but yeah. still. Yeah, I mean, if we would have been, if we would have done a scorecard for this, I would 100% would have been best kill. Yeah hands down he like even though like you said there wasn't a whole lot but even if you put it up against dude that would be a fun bonus episode to mm. rank some horror deaths yeah. talk about some of our favorites because there's a lot of them there is a day. lot but I've, i i kind of felt like if you're like and you could you could google like be like best kills from you know, 80s slasher movies or from 90s or whatever. And like, I'm sure you'd find best, you know, top 50 kills. And then you go in there and be like, oh, I remember, I remember this one. I remember, you know, um, what Brad being pinned to the wall in Halloween. Mm-hmm. That's what his name was. Um, like, oh, I love Jason smashing somebody against a tree in a sleeping bag, like <laughs> stuff yeah, like the, that. The arrow but, through, uh, <clears throat> Brett, um, Kevin Bacon's neck. Yeah, I almost said Brad Bacon, which is funny because that's my uh, cousin's son's name. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like. I think that'd be fun to talk about because I feel like we probably know more than what we. But we'd have to look it up. Yeah. I think yeah, we'd have to do some of it by memory of just like what are the ones that have stuck with us. Yeah. And top five. Yeah, that could be fun. No, well, one day, one day. And if you want to hear that, let us know. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we also learned that Chucky can leave the doll for the body of the person he first revealed his true self to, which, of course, was Andy. Right. So, and then you know, he, he hides He hides in the doll, but whoever he, you know, is himself around, and they know that it's not a doll, it's a person in a fucking doll, Yeah. They, he can leave the doll to their body instead. Could you imagine trying to comprehend that at eight years old? Right. Like I made mom. friends with my birthday present who is now going to possess my body and I'm going to die. Well, and that was the mm. thing, too, because he talks about that. He's like, I can fucking start over. Like, you know, I'm eight years old. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, just just keep doing the cycle. You'd never die. No. You'd it's... literally just have a stash of Chucky dolls somewhere in it. Like, every 40 years, you know, you just start to age a little bit. You're like... And we go back, but yeah. I want to. I want to hit. Starting to give. Okay, time to be a kid again. Yeah, like God damn it, you're just grade A students all the way through because you know everything. By the time you hit your fucking sixth cycle, you're like, I've yeah. been <laughs> in the fifth grade six times now. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, but you're, <laughs> but you're only eleven, ten years old. I wish. <laughs> I'm really like 120. I'm so sick of this. Yeah. I think I would aim older, I guess. Just to bypass it, but at the same time, yeah, like you'd right. have to do it more frequently just because like what you... Yeah, the, the cycle would be shorter. 
Yeah, because I'm 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 pushing closer to forty, and there's mm-hmm. times where I'm just like, oh, God, twenty years ago sounds real good right about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know why I misspelled this, but Chucky uh, electroshocks the doctor to death. Say it how you fucking wrote it down. I don't get what it means. It's ectro fries. I meant. I, I think. I don't know what that means, but he put the. You probably meant to say Chucky fries the doctor, but then you put electro in front of like electro. I, I think I meant to say electro fries because he puts. It's like when they do the electroshock. Yeah. Okay. Therapy. Yeah. For when they used to do that and thought that was a good idea. And right. he just like puts a... that on his head and cranks it up to a million and it like cooks him. Turn that shit to 11. Yeah, dude, literally like looks like a, like a mobile version of an electro uh, electric chair. Yeah. The top, the, the metal ring they put around your head to fry mm. your brain off. Yeah, I'll give you that, Justin, because it didn't look weird to me until you said it. I didn't think much of it, and then I started to read it ahead of time, and what does extro mean? This doesn't make fucking sense! <laughs> and I wrote it. <laughs> that was another brutal death. Like, the, the John one was brutal because you know, he broke his bones and his leg twisted and shit, but... Yeah, bleeding out in his arm. electro-cooked yep. through the head. Mm-hmm, no thanks. That's rough stuff. Yep. I uh, love the fight with Chucky versus Andy in the apartment mm-hmm. uh, when he crawls in through the fireplace and hits Andy with a bat. Yeah, that was fucking brutal. He's yeah. like, fuck this kid. Pop right in the back <laughs> of the fucking head. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dude. It's great. Just plops him and then yeah. starts doing it, of course, because it's like, I don't know how many times he has to cycle through the incantation, but you're like, you're watching, you're like, I'm pretty sure he's made it through twice now. Mm. Like, the, like, it should be done. Usually it's a rule of threes. Yeah, I, I figure as much, but I'm like, God. Cutting it close there, Mike. You, yeah. Let's fucking handle this real quick before we, yeah, a little too close. We have serial killer Andy on our hands for real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you gotta, you know, have some tension in there. But yeah. I loved Andy's line of "This is the end, friend." When they finally, you know, get the one up on Chucky, mm-hmm. uh, and he gets lit on fire again, as, as he always does, burns up on the carpet, uh, and then burned Chucky strikes again, and he looks even creepier than he did before because yeah. his face is half melted, and you see like the interior <laughs> metal workings. skeleton yeah. workings of the doll. And he's like, "Give me the boy." <laughs> well, and that's the thing the too. Door. Yeah, like, and then they start shooting him, and yeah, like, his head and arm and legs shot off, but he's still coming at them and crawling on the carpet. Like, it's super creepy. Right, and the best part of that when you wrote that in there is, you know, he vent chokes uh, the. Uh, was it Mike's partner? He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, there, what, what's going on in here?" Like, I couldn't possibly yeah, it's a believe doll, you big stupid assholes. Yeah, right. Yeah, what kind of drugs are you doing, Ob? Ain't no OB, fucking, OB. ain't no fucking doll killer, huh? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> psh, you're like, now do you fucking believe me, douchebag? Oh shit, forget about it. There's a doll killer over here, over here. You fucking try to choke me from the vents, Ob? Come These on, fucking guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking goomba get out of here yeah all bad like just went sopranos meets child's play yeah. but yeah and then finally justin finally finally they get the shot off through the heart and the blood spatters against the wall why in the fraggle rock do they never aim for the heart first or the head yes yeah. if like that's Take the a book thing from thor just aim for the head every time like it makes no goddamn sense Go for the vitalist of vitals, man. Go for the heart. Go for the fucking right between the eyes up there. Like, well, and that's like for a civilian, it's like it's just shitty aim. Eh. And you you can be like, okay, well, they missed or they got the best shot off they could. But for a cop, it's kind of their job to be yeah. a decent enough shot to where they it, should get close. It makes me think of Dumb and Dumber every time. <laughs> it's like, Harry, you're a horrible shot. And he's like, I have a bulletproof vest. Like, what if you, what if they shot you in the head? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, oh man, I love that movie so much. But yeah, every time I just think of horrible shots and like, should I shot him in the head? Be like, Harry, you're a horrible, <laughs> you're a horrible shot. But yeah. But it ends with Chucky, you know, slowly dying. <laughs> lumped on the floor with his creepy skeletal mouth and shit chattering and grinning away. Yeah. I don't know how he comes back in the sequels. I don't remember, but he's intact. He is intact, yeah. it's. But see, that's the thing. Like, at least with, like, Friday the 13th, when Jason comes back, yeah, granted, it's a different look every time. But, like, it slowly, slowly gets worse to by the time you get to, like, eight and goes to hell and all that kind of stuff. Like, he just, you're like, okay, there's a progression like a lump here. Of worms with a hockey mask. Yeah, it's a, there's a progression. With Child's Play, it just is like, all right, he's been melted and dismembered. Child's Play 2, welcome back. Like, Fresh out of the box. Yeah. You watch get... them. You don't remember how he came back into? No, I... I I have too much stuff going on in, in the old, you know, brain, brain cavities brain. up here to remember. Like, yeah, I, like I did watch them. I don't remember two. I never remember two, but like I remember three. You know, went with like the boarding military school and all that. But I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember what happens in Child's Play two. Fair enough. Well, one of these days we'll do the sequels, but there's plenty of other sequels we haven't done yet, so it might be a while. Right. Unless so Child's really Play. Want to see it. Yeah, that's true. So Child's Play 2 is 1990. Um, it's also written by Don Mancini, directed by John Laffia. Um, so it's two years after the Fiat Chucky, the Play Pals Corporation, which produces good guy dolls, recovers and... Oh, that's right. They recover and reassemble the doll's remains to reassure its stockholders after negative uh, publicity from the murders. So that's what it is. They, they bring them back you know bigger faster stronger actually not bigger but still small hmm. but you know so they take the actual remains of original chucky and repurpose it into a new doll yep they yep they basically just they rebuild them six million dollar chucky great <laughs> idea what hey, could possibly go wrong not and the dude it actually came out on november 9th 1990 so they there's a trend here with the dates mm-hmm. but also it tripled its money I said they made Damn like near. seven or eight of them, so like 
it's not like it's a failing franchise by any means. Oh, sweet, dude. Graham Ravel did the music for that movie. Um, he also, he did um, The Crow, which we talked about recently, too. He's done some stuff I didn't realize, dude. He did The Crow, he did The Saint, uh, Tomb Raider, Daredevil, uh, Freddy vs. Jason, Sin City, and Pineapple Express. What? Hmm. Okay. Well, that's a range, but okay. I'd say a bit of a mixed bag, but all right, I'll take it. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, that's Child's Play, huh? That is Child's Play, huh? And a nice good guy box. <laughs> Crisp, clean, and ready to purchase on your local Amazon shelf. Yeah. If you get a crinkled box from a man in an alleyway, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, don't cheaper, go that way. But you'll pay for it <laughs> in the long run. You shouldn't have done that. He's just a boy. <laughs> All right, so Justin, I'll go down that way. (laughs) What are we doing next week? Well, next week, Brandon, what we're going to do in the vein of toys coming to life, we're going to posit the question, what if our toys that we own in our actual lives came to life? And it's something that has kept me awake at night a couple times, because as you know, I have a lot of them. Well, I mean... To the on you know on your desk to the left, if it's how I remember, I don't know if you still have the fifty various Captain Americas. Mm-hmm. You're gonna need those to protect you yes. from the what seem to be about thirty ish on the shelf behind you, and that's not even counting your cabinets. So yeah. you are gonna have a war of toys <laughs> to see who gets to kill you. Mm-hmm. Me, Maybe the Marvel Universe against the MCU against the DC Universe against the horrors horror and the Simpsons and fucking McDonald's <laughs> toys coming to life and mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be see, a bad scene. It's gonna be really <laughs> awkward and I can't wait to hear how you break it down. I am fucked because not only I mean I got my my little Sasquatch guy standing right here <laughs> like I nice. that he doesn't really uh, I have mostly horror toys yeah you're really screwed yeah i mean they're all in the garage so as long as they can't get into my house i mean i do well, have get into the house i mean that's part of the fun they have to like my office door is always closed so my cats don't pee on anything but uh <laughs> they're gonna have to oh that's cool i'd have oh, like beetle i got wheeze. The... yeah beetle wheeze. <laughs> The only thing, yeah, he does stand up, but yeah, like all, I have almost every Toonie Terror. I have yeah. a Jaws that could literally just fucking right off the shelf onto my head. Like that would suck. That's pretty big too. I could take a chunk out of your noggin. Yeah, and dude, the 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 teeth are sharp. Yeah, and so I'm always surprised when I buy something, a toy with teeth, and it's like, oh, that's surprisingly sharp. Well, you know, it's the funny thing, looking at it, too, that surprisingly looks a lot like Quint, which is crazy, the amount of detail. Like, he's jumping down, I'm getting a spear in the head, so I'm just... I Dude, just with the small amount of toys I have in my room right now, I'm kind of screwed, so... Yeah, Yeah, if mine all came to life right now, I mean, thankfully, most of them are behind glass, but I think their combined size and strength would break that glass. Yeah, that definitely they would. Hulk bust right through there, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and I have a regular Hulk, a Red Hulk, a <laughs> Abomination. I just got a Maestro. That was yep, and I'm looking side. at two fucking dark sides behind you. You know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I'm yeah. all kinds of screwed. I got yeah. like three or four Thanoses. 
So this could be fun. That, 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 I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, the, um, to seeing how this, how this plays out because yeah. my room's a mess right now, but yeah, my wife yeah, cleaned out the closet and all oh, my shit. It. Yeah. I can't wait to see that because fortunately for me, all my toys are horror toys, except for the few Batman toys that, that I have. Fortunate, because that means all of yours are strictly going to kill you. Right, and that's I at a least lot. have some heroes that might save my life. And that's a lot easier for me to talk about than me trying to be like, well, if you know this guy comes at me, at least I have the counter to this guy over here. Um, I don't know how well my 66 Batmans are going to keep me alive <laughs> from <laughs> a Beetlejuice or <laughs> fucking Quint, <laughs> but it'll be fun to talk about next week. Yeah, for sure. All righty, so we'll go ahead and get out of here for the day. Um Thank you again for uh, if you made it to the end of this episode, you're the you're the real MVPs, and we appreciate you guys for listening mm-hmm. week in and week out, and helping us stay motivated to to keep cranking out as much content as we possibly can for you guys. Yeah. Um, like I've said every episode before, if you got something on your mind, something you want to, uh, want us to talk about, ideas, anything, feel free to get a hold of us on any of the numerous social media platforms that we are on. We are on Facebook. Um, we have a group and a page. Come hang out with, with us there. We're on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. You can email us at podandgore@gmail.com. We are on the Slasher app at Pod and Gore Podcast. No spaces at underscores. Um, there's no shortage. We're always around. Justin daily posts memes. I mostly just share other people's articles and informations. Um, mm-hmm. Try to incite some sort of conversation, which kind of did today uh, with the talks of them rebooting um, the Lost Boys. Yeah, I saw that. So I'm I'm curious because I don't know how it's going to work. I'm glad they're not doing the show. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, until we, um, until then, like I said, hit us up. We're uh, we're we're easy to get a hold of and easy to talk to. And if you we Justin basically has the rest of the year planned out on his side. I'm pretty close to that. Um, but depending on what you guys bring, you bring the heat. Alterations can and will be made. So definitely. Yeah, There's just, some that I definitely would like to get to, well, but like I, I like can a, always change shit up. I'm not yeah. like dead set on any of them, except for maybe one or two. Right, and so. that's the same thing with that. Like, it's lost my train of thought. God damn it! But yeah, I mean, it's it's real easy to switch. Oh, with the the stuff you want to cover, I have like three that I want to do right now. And I'm like, God, how do I do this? And unfortunately, two of them are vampire movies. And I'm like, well, I can't do double double vamps back to back. But um, I try and spread mine out too, so I don't do too many ghost stories back to back. Right. Um, so needless to say, I'm gonna stop rambling about uh, all the all the fun stuff and get yeah, we out broke of here. An hour. We're good. Yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> we made it. Um, but thank you guys again. We hope to see you guys next week when we talk about. Our the toys, toys that life. kill us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The toys that killed us. Yep. Um, but until then, we've been your host. Uh, my name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And we'll see you next week.
Bye. Bye.